0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you'd do with that time, if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really wanna harp on the Cozy experience itself because not only is the delivery fast and free, with high-quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. Welcome to the Make Your Damn Bed podcast, a low-key, real-talk, motivation podcast to play while you make your bed every morning to incorporate healthy routine into your day-to-day. Build momentum and better your life. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about love languages. This, about two years ago, was a very popular topic, especially for me. So admittedly, I did get sucked into the world of wanting to understand everything about it. And in doing so, I took every single quiz and did quite a bit of research on it at the time. And in today's episode, I'm going to give you mostly my experience of it. But also go into some of the things to look out for, some of the red flags, as well as some of the cool things about it that did make me have a new perspective on relationships. Which I think is incredibly valuable, given the context. Especially the fact that it became pretty mainstream pretty quickly, and when things like that happen... I do think that they have more value than they do negative impact, typically, depending on the situation, obviously. (laughs) And I suppose we should start off with explaining what the five love languages are. According to author Gary Chapman, there are five love languages. And he describes them as the way that we receive love. But in my personal opinion, that's the biggest red flag with love languages. There's not enough of them. I have some that don't fit into any of these categories. To be fair, I will give the love languages credit in the sense that if you do take the quizzes, it often tells you that you are within several of them at once because that's the thing is I have many of them and the way that I receive love depends on my partner. And I think that's something that's often not accounted for when we take these quizzes. It depends on the person. I've had people that love buying gifts to placate somebody for not having enough time for them. That's not good to me. I don't love that. That was not a great experience. That said, I've had partners who bought me gifts because they were genuinely thinking about me while they were out and about, and to me, that was the game changer. That to me felt beautiful. So in that relationship, gift giving was incredibly valuable. And in my opinion, a good relationship makes you feel free enough to be your best version of yourself supported by another person, and also co-pilot and be their best selves in their own journey, whatever that may be. Sometimes you might have coinciding or perpendicular or even parallel paths, but most of the time they are different paths that are dedicated to growing at the same pace or at least in the same direction as the other person. Or if you're in a long-term partnership, sometimes being patient while they get their bearings and are willing to work through those moments where they're not able to pick up if they are having an ebb year, as I like to call them. That said, let's go into the five love languages, which are words of affirmation. This, according to psychology today, is saying supportive things to your partner. And in my opinion, words of affirmation are so much more than that. It's playing with me. If I build a world of joy and fun, it's checking in with me. It's validating not just my opinions, because that's not necessarily what I need, it's validating my existence. It's recognizing and volleying with me at your own pace and capacity in a way that feels good for both of us, that respects me and my boundaries and opinions in a way that also respects yours, right? It's any good banter that you have with anyone. I want that with a partner, of course, but I want them to pay attention. I want them to be invested emotionally and however that shows up for whatever partnership I may be in, in that moment, might manifest differently, right? Um, The second one that is referenced here is the acts of service. These are doing helpful things for your partner. To me, this is more about noticing. See a need, fill a need type of person. If the trash needs to go out, you're taking the trash out. If you notice that your partner really likes to have this ready, you set that up for them. Like it's noticing is more important than just doing the service. That sort of thing is so beautiful to me. The next one is receiving gifts and this is something I referenced earlier being completely based on context. I don't love things in general so I'm hard to buy for but if you come through with the iced coffee I like or which I guess could be considered an act of service too but see that's the thing is they're all kind of I have notes for it, basically. Anyway, the last two that I reference are two of my big ones in romantic relationships, which are quality time and physical touch. Quality time is spending that meaningful time, that one-on-one attentive time together, either being active or not. It might be doing things side by side, It might be communicating actively but it's quality time and whatever capacity that may be for our relationship at this moment and the last one which is physical touch which according to psychology today is being close to and caressed by your partner but in my opinion it's any type of physical connection that shoulder squeeze when you're walking by each other holding hands taking a moment to just have a hug in the kitchen before starting your day. And to me, sometimes in certain relationships, it is not the vibe, but some relationships do and can, and can ebb into that in time and practice. It just really depends on the environment, the situation. And I think that that has always been my biggest note when taking these quizzes, is a lot of people are like, my love language is quality time and I need that, and if my partner can't give it to me, I'm breaking up with them. And to me, I'm like, well, there's going to be times when your partner might be in law school or taking a technical course or learning how to change oil on YouTube and he won't be able to spend quality time with you. And that's going to feel bad, maybe. And you will know that that is temporary. And to me, that's more important than setting an expectation that's unrealistic based on a quiz you may have seen on BuzzFeed. Anyway, that does it for today. But if you want to see the video aspect of this or watch along as you do listen to your podcasts every morning, you can tune in at youtube.com slash juliemerica if you'd like. All right, I'll talk more about love languages tomorrow. In the meantime, take care of yourself. I love you so stinking much. Bye, friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a day. You can also follow us on Instagram for quotes and content directly from each episode at mydbpodcast or subscribe to the newsletter on www.makeyourdamnedbedpodcast.com. If you can rate and review us on Apple Podcast or just share this with someone you think might get a kick out of it, it can and has made all the difference. So thank you. I've been your host, Julie Merica, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed.